0: Welcome to another episode of the lovers and things podcast
1: where your favorite couple's favorite couple talks talks about about the things things they love a lot of things we love
0: (laughs) all the things we love well happy new week to all of you guys I hope you are listening in and having a fantastic day yes who are you? I'm Lex and I'm Greg. (laughs) Why do I do that? I always (laughs) ask y'all how y'all are before I introduce myself. What is that?
1: I think because we think everybody knows us.
0: That's true. Well, if you don't, like I said, I'm Lex and and that's Greg.
1: There may be some new listeners. Newbies Mm, to the fam. Yep. There may be some new listeners, y'all.
0: Yeah. Listen, if you're new, welcome on in. Have a seat. Grab a cup of coffee. Some ginger ale. No,
1: no. Get a shot. Oh are handing on. out shots. Shot? Okay. No, not a cup of coffee.
0: I would like to listen to podcasts with like a nice warm caffeinated beverage. So
1: Well, that sounds very responsible. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> caffeinated <laughs> breakfast
1: with your B12 yeah, on the side. Yeah,
0: you know, a little bit of vitamins and all that kind of jazz. I
1: appreciate it. Health is wealth. <laughs> I'll support that.
0: Uh, well, how was your week? How How are things going post-Labor Day weekend?
1: Good and hot.
0: Good and hot. It was hot today, Good wasn't
1: it? Even enjoying this heat. I, you don't been know, outside?
0: I don't know if enjoying it is the word. I've been feeling it. I don't know if enjoyment is how i describe it. but
1: It's amazing. I, don't, I love it. It
0: was a little too toasty today. I didn't like it.
1: All right. Fast forward uh, a month and a half from now, mm-hmm. you're going to be wishing <laughs> you uh, milk this heat.
0: Famous last words. Yeah, true.
1: Yeah, good and hot. Uh, On my walks to lunch, I've really been being a uh, uh, present in the warmth. Oh, okay. You know, really taking it in because I know these days are numbered. Oh that's as true. we've established the last episode. Mm-hmm. I, don't see, last see, this is the type of person I am. Okay. I get anxious and nervous about something ending while I'm enjoying it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you don't allow yourself to just like live in the moment. Right, exactly. Like.
1: like when I eat, I'm already I'm thinking about the last bite. <laughs> I'm setting up every single bite. <laughs> For the last one, I want a little bit of meat, I want a little bit of carb, and it's uh-huh. got to be saucy, that Ooh, last bite.
0: I'm at a little Do you bit do that sauce. math? Do you do yeah, that food math? Yeah, you know, I do like to have the perfect last bite, or if it's like a combo plate with a bunch of stuff going on, Ooh, okay. I save the best <laughs> I save the plate. best piece of the best side to uh-huh. the end. You know? So if you
1: got a sweet uh, side, like a, let's say a sweet potato casserole, okay. if you will. Yeah, if you will. And... Uh, <laughs> and uh two savory sides uh-huh. are you saving the sweet side as mm-hmm. like a mini dessert for it, the end it, like it after depends. your perfect bite it or are depends. you it's not it doesn't matter
0: i mean this automatically takes me to thanksgiving so if i'm mm-hmm. having a thanksgiving plate and there's sweet potatoes on the plate it depends on what plate it is oh if it's my first plate wait then <laughs> wait
1: why are there multiple plates because it's don't okay do that. so out the gate you're pr- you still got your nice clothes on yeah. all right walk me through this you have your nice clothes I on got my nice clothes on you look presentable yeah. your hair is done you your, you your makeup is c- still
0: well i don't know about makeup a okay. l- little bit of gloss a little bit of mascara and then we is down there fixing a good old plate now i like to have everything on my one big old plate so i can see everything that i'm not to tackle old, what
1: plate gotta be big old it's, it's
0: a big old plate <laughs> And then my sweet potatoes for the first plate I may save it for the end so I can feel like I have the full experience. Uh-huh. But my second plate is so not wait gonna... wait
1: save the a, a bite for the end or those sweet potatoes period just a bite just a bite oh because you're act. working through the sweet potatoes I'm working as you get through, through this
0: plate. it bite by bite little by little 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 bit here little bit there uh-huh. but my second plate is almost always not going to have all of that stuff on it. It'll only have my favorites. And if I mm. just so happen to have sweet potato on my favorites plate, which is my second Your plate, favorites
1: plate. Yeah. I've, noticed that. I've not been watching you. I yeah. noticed you have a favorites. You have a, like a best of. A best plate. of. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. Okay.
0: I may just eat it, you know, at whatever the, the taste buds are taking me. That's where I'm going. Oh,
1: you, just, you just accept the journey. Mm-hmm. I'm not where the only lands, one who does this. Lands.
0: I can't be the only one who does this with their plates. Like the first plate is we going to do it all. The uh-huh. second plate is let me just get the best of the best. best you feel me? Best. That's
1: smart. That's okay. smart. I'd be wasting time on on like some of the the, the cheap carbs, you Mm-mm. know. Like I'd be getting a stuffing because I like the. I should yeah, just I mean, that's just like cute. one spoon of the the cheap carbs, right?
0: I, well, you mean at Thanksgiving none of mashed potatoes. Come on, keep the, that. Mm. I don't mean, I, I feel like at Thanksgiving none of them are cheap carbs. Mm. Not at Thanksgiving.
1: Some of them are cheap though. Like there's what? There's, a, there's a there's a power ranking of Thanksgiving sides. I don't think Let's so. be honest. Mac but and cheese. Reigning champ, right? Number one, tippy top mac and cheese. Okay. Right? Sure. So there is cheap car.
0: I won't right? call them cheap. I'll just call them less favorable depending <laughs> so on your palate. Ridiculous. Because if I talk to somebody else in the family, they love the stuffing is top of the lot. Like, stuffing is what they want. You feel me? It they, depends on the. Over the mac? Oh, whoa. That's I fighting words in this household. I ain't say all that. It's fighting
1: yeah. words in this I house. I ain't
0: say all that. But that, that's usually my rotation, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But
1: I say all that to say I am one of those anxious experiencers oh like i'm in the moment and i am like already thinking about the end of it when it's gonna end Mm, so sad
0: you gotta learn to live in the moment you gotta Mm -hmm. learn to just let it be yeah this is the moment you feel me
1: right so Very maybe good. I just need to just accept this heat for what it is now and don't think about it ending
0: yeah
1: and just uh just roll with it
0: yeah because technically summer doesn't end until end of September right that's what the people say so mm-hmm. you got a little bit more time to soak it up so don't be don't worry about it yeah. don't worry a little pretty head about
1: it yeah but that's 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 what I've been on how about you? how about Very yourself
0: nice. um well you know just living <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, wow Lex is alive y'all I'm alive I feel pretty good this week my knee is recovering a little bit mm. um even though we're having drama with my physical therapist or lack thereof um but uh, other than that
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't just mention drama and not walk the people through this listen so like what's going on with this physical therapist
0: it's crazy so on sunday i went to see an orthopedic uh doctor and and he recommended for me um, physical therapy, x-ray, all that kind of jazz. Because uh-huh. I have, like, the, you know, meniscus things and kneecap things going on.
1: Was there a, uh, a uh, not a verdict, what is medical verdicts called? A ruling? Not a ruling. A uh, synopsis? A uh, diagnosis? A di- was there a diagnosis? Yes. A formal diagnosis? Yes.
0: On my paperwork, it says, um, uh Torn meniscus, or something about my meniscus, as well as patellar tendonitis. That does not sound good, (laughs) yeah. But both of those things are going on. Um, uh, but anyway, so he recommended to me a physical therapist that is supposed to be a network for my insurance. Y'all, why I call, I try to find a physical therapist. First of all, they ain't got no website. (laughs) Second of all, I was like, Oh, okay, no problem, I'll just call. I can't find a number online. Like, it's nowhere yeah, to be found. Yeah, that was strange. And so I text Greg, and I was like, yo, this is kind of strange because, like, I cannot find this physical therapist. Like, where are yeah, they? Yeah,
1: and you sent it to them, like, You usually, I have never seen this. You go to the Google of this place. There's no number. And it's just empty.
0: Yeah, they got reviews, but they ain't got no numbers. It's scammy, if you
1: it's, ask yeah, me. Yeah, it's giving scam.
0: It's giving scam. So anyway, Greg, for whatever, however reason, Finds a number for this place. I'm like, how did you find it? He's like, Google. I'm like, okay, whatever. Teach me your Which also is pretty sketch. You know. I mean, that's I just
1: googled. <laughs> some random site came up, and I just gave you that number. I just, you know, basically like just threw you at the wolves. Yeah, you did. I just didn't, g- I, giving my wife away. Y'all. I did not
0: feel protected in that moment. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was not giving protection, but anyway. So, um, I call the number, and it's like it sends me to a voicemail, and it's just like some guy. So, like the, the voicemail, voicemail like- is like, "You've reached the voicemail box of and I'm like, oh "Who is my this?" God. So I text Greg, and I'm like, "Yo, like I don't think this is <laughs> I real." I really did
1: send you a number
0: i was like there ain't no website ain't no real number and when i do find uh call the number that you gave me it's some random man and then y'all that's not it so then i get a text message like 20 minutes later that's like oh can boy. i give you a call back and i'm like who was this and asking i'm pretty sure
1: me? i, I want to i would bet money on this why you the word can i text you or can i contact you you was just the letter you like not even YOU. <laughs> I, I want to bet the text was just a like letter U. It
0: was a full U. Oh, they gave you a full U. However, it was still inappropriate, and I didn't realize who it was because random people don't text my phone. So I checked the number, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the number from the 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 PT. The place, yeah. So I respond in text message like you know, begrudgingly. Oh,
1: because they don't. They didn't introduce themselves. They did not. They just said, out of the blue. Yeah. Like, can I hit you up back or something? like Yeah.
0: Like. Can I call you back? I'm like, who? Is this and i was like hi i am calling in reference to a referral from our orthopedic surgeon to you is this the right number and the response was uh-huh. yeah it is <laughs> boy
1: you, you, t- you ain't
0: never got to worry about me calling your phone yeah number. It you is. ain't never got to worry about me with that type of unprofessionalism what have they heard
1: of is? the words customer service
0: what First of all, why are you texting me? And number two, why are you responding? And yeah, it is. H if or you
1: know, no H on a yeah?
0: No, yeah, no H.
1: No, a- no Oh, H. my. This, this is where I draw the line. I told you. I mean, no all the sketch things have, this is where I draw but this is where I draw a uh, yeah with no age?
0: yeah it is I said this isn't I'm not your you know how your parents be like I'm not one of your little friends you're not um, sir I'm you're not one of your little friends you are I'm not I'm a patient I'm a potential patient and you have just lost this is shady this is very shady so I ain't respond and I'm tempted to block the number because I don't know what the yeah, heck what's going on what's over going on? there That's,
1: was it a oh, was it a blue bubble or green bubble
0: it was a blue bubble mm, so at least I got an iPhone <laughs> can't be trusted though not what a yeah it is that is giving very much yeah it is and it
1: has not responded back to you since or yes. at least followed because i to, didn't respond i mean but <laughs> as a customer service i mean if you're trying to have a, a professional business yeah. someone inquires about your services mm. and you hit them with a yeah it is and mm-hmm. then they give you with a radio sign. You'd be like um is there anything that i can help you with Ciao. something like that like Customer that's service. very sketch, but yeah, I think yeah, definitely block that. That is Let's not moving. So I have place. to
0: find a, a new PT. Um, but all in all, that's how I'm doing. <laughs> Life is lifing. but I I am feeling in good spirits though, which is good.
1: Well, good. I'm I'm happy to hear that.
0: Yeah. So um, what have yeah. we got? I know we've got some hot tops for the people today. Some fun things we want to discuss because the news. I don't know what's going on in the world, but y'all was acting up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. The, the universe got the, y'all acting great. The
1: uh, the mercury is in a uh, Retro- microwave? The, what is it? <laughs> retrograde. retrograde. Uh, the mercury, mercury is, is in retrograde. Because this is some chaos happening in these streets. A lot of the things that I don't understand.
0: And this is why I stay home. Everything we're about to share with y'all is why I stay home.
1: Well, maybe you shouldn't stay home. <laughs> why? Because this person, a Connecticut man, found $5,000 uh-huh. in a parking lot.
0: Okay, is that the first news topic? Connecticut this man is the first news topic. finds five thousand dollars in parking. Oh, what a! Blessing. No, actually,
1: I take that back. You shouldn't. You should stay home because he gets arrested <laughs> <See>? immediately <laughs> thereafter. Well, not necessarily immediately, but this person gets arrested yeah. after finding a bag full of five thousand dollars of cash in a parking lot. Now, whatever happened to uh finders keepers? losers weepers so what are, what to that
0: walk me through it so he just lost so he found the lost money
1: he f- yeah he's the, he find find the finders therefore he should be the keepers in my opinion yeah. um but apparently the feds don't believe in that um they uh arrested this person uh uh-huh. uh 3 months later not mm. 3 months later we we talked about this and we said the Five thousand dollars, you got net thirty to claim it. In my opinion, you Tops. got thirty days. If you don't claim it after after thirty days, don't come talk to me about five thousand dollars that that y'all lost. I mean,
0: whose Cause money? Because you lost was it, it at the end of the day. Let's Who's let's money establish was it? the
1: facts. Okay, we'll see. Uh, apparently, the the cash was inside of a uh, a bank bag. Yeah, uh, and the parking lot was a uh, a bank parking yeah, and lot. And okay, that's so. why his
0: he got arrested. It's called Cameras and, and and Thievery. Um, Yeah, that's... Oh, well, it no, did, 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 no, 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 no. If you find cash in a bank bag in the parking lot of a bank, you should probably <laughs> just return... Like, I could see if you're, like, in the parking lot of the local Walmart. Cool. Ain't nobody coming for you. But the bank got cameras, and, and whoever withdrew that money, go figure out. They lost it.
1: But isn't there like a statute of limitation, a, a physical a limitation? Like, there, yeah, it's out in the streets, in my opinion. One gust of wind, that bank bag is in the streets, and mm. that's public domain.
0: I don't know. I always like to put myself in the foot of, of the person who has been wronged. And I feel like <laughs> if I had lost $5,000 and I reported, this is a police you I better go find my money.
1: Okay. All right. Well,
0: now granted, I mean, my my soul says finders keepers. Yeah, but my mind says keep them people back their money. <laughs> but
1: this, pro- this, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm jokes aside. Yeah, this person is in a dead wrong.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. because
1: the bag uh, was clearly marked with the the bank's insignia.
0: Oh, child, he stole that money. Y'all and, got to be and smart. And that. It was
1: found outside that very bank. Yeah. So he looked at the bank. He saw, let's say it was Chase. He saw the bag it had. A ch- he was in front of a Chase building. And the bag had Chase on it. Mm, mm -mm. (laughs) Just takes it. Yeah, that person wrong. That person wrong.
0: They're definitely and you know, and now look, is it worth him going to jail for? Absolutely not. Give the man a fine. If the money's returned, no harm, no foul. He ain't got to go to jail. The feds though? The federal? Oh, Mm, they came out with him. Now what what is what is I
1: don't know. They uh they acknowledged the, so the, the guy acknowledged being at the bank that day. He was like, <laughs> and Look at taking God. the bag. <laughs> he told him he believed he had no obligation to return the bag to its rightful owner. Well, In listen, quotes, he's not, he's not
0: wrong, he's not wrong because is mm. there a legal obligation? To, I mean, apparently there is because he's arrested. Yeah, yeah, I would have googled the laws. He <laughs> <laughs> this
1: guy, uh, let's see, was his name John Whittington something like that Oh, child. but uh yeah. he he runs a dog training business mm-hmm. and he has never had a criminal record and says his customers can vouch for his integrity
0: i mean and i'm sure they can he seems like a nice enough guy
1: but at the end of the day you st- you took it, it.
0: yeah you, you you had taken the monies um, which is giving very much illegal. But yeah, yeah, let that man go, free our man John. Yeah, free our. Let's
1: print the print. Let's matter of fact, he need to get the the GoFundMe's going for his court go case because he got going. a he got a appear in court September fifth. Was that yesterday? I mean,
0: it is or pretty. It's, well, it's we
1: recorded it on the sixth, so he he had it on the Tuesday, so oh l- the week after ap- before this one, he has to show up to court.
0: I feel like so. it's a pretty uh, open and shut case. He stole it. I'm sure there's cameras that saw he saw he stole it. He admitted that he stole it. Mm-hmm. Give the man his fine so we can yeah, go yeah, about yeah. our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that serious. That's rough. Interesting. What's yeah. next?
1: What's next? Um, so there's this a few clips that have been going viral online. Yeah. Uh, regarding people highlighting the, uh, the not so pleasant parts of Paris. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that alliteration. Come on. Oh, pfft, boy. <laughs> 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 see, I am a, a professional. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh there's this one like video that's been going around where this guy shows like uh he very animatedly like how the you know, Paris ain't it and it's not a look and, and it's I don't know why people are rushing to see this place. And he's basically showing like rough a rough part of of Paris near the Eiffel Tower this other headline goes this youtuber shows the dark side of paris mm-hmm. and uh and, and it's really disappointing um why are people shocked that major metropolitan cities have rough parts mm, that's i don't good that's question. what I, 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 I don't understand this like why why are people like surprised that mm-hmm. paris has rough parts is there uh, that's have they been to America? Like, have they yeah. been to any major city in America? Mm-hmm. You go anywhere—New York City, Miami—you you turn one wrong down one wrong corner, you to see some uh traumatic things, events happening, mm-hmm. and squalor and and, and mess. So All like, the things. What's, what's up with that?
0: You know what? I think it's just that Paris is over romanticized. It's really that simple. It's like the same way people over romanticize New York and they get here and realize, you know, it costs $4,000 for a, a closet um, to live in. So, mm. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just over romanticized. And I think people see Paris as a place that is you know upscale a little bit lux, fancy
1: a little bit fancy
0: maybe. and you know the things that come along with those sort of things are clean and fresh and elegant like those are the things that you would probably describe paris as so when you go to paris and you don't see those things everywhere i guess it could just be a culture shock like you you weren't expecting you know whatever it is that they got on the ground
1: yeah i i i, I never uh subscribed <laughs> to that mm-hmm. i I never expected every square foot of Paris to be immaculate. Mm. Uh, so to see people's reaction to this it's just like it's just baffling.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's kind of what it. And, and then also a lot of that feedback may come from people who've never actually traveled to Paris or aren't international travelers in general. Um, mm-hmm. So it can't, can't, it may be just coming from a, a lack of understanding and a lack of knowledge. But yeah, Paris ain't pretty all around the same way New York ain't pretty all around. L.A. sure as heck ain't pretty all around. Yeah. I mean, they, they everywhere just has its, its underbelly. It's, city yeah, it's underbelly.
1: just part of uh, city life,
0: mm-hmm. honestly, everywhere. Yeah, at the end of the day, shout out to Paris for having us duped for 5, 6 generations. You got Yo, people thinking the, that Paris is like the the, the right. perfect place to live and be. The so PR shout out game, to Paris. The PR <laughs>
1: game of Paris. You would have thought Paris was Disney. Right. You would thought. So maybe Paris the had the, the, sh- on. the culture shock was needed yeah. to let people know like, you know, everything that glitters, I I the Eiffel Tower ain't, yeah. ain't gold.
0: Yeah. and we've both been to Paris and I I, I just feel like you know, it's a it's a city. It's beautiful. It's it's culturally relevant. It's it has all the the things that you would think Paris has. But like yeah. any other place, it has you know you make one wrong left, <laughs> mm. and you just yeah. you, you need to watch your, watch your watch your back. But that's anywhere yeah, keep
1: though. Your head, keep your head on a swivel out in these cities.
0: Yeah, the internet also has a way of amplifying stuff, and then all of a sudden people are on a bandwagon. Right. That happens really quickly, especially on like TikTok where that kind of started. So it's just like you know, it's just internet fodder.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, another headline that was really uh, baffling. Um, you want these
0: headlines? Is this a thing? This is
1: not a headline because this is shocking.
0: Oh, this is um, not a headline.
1: I mean, I said this was a headline. Oh, it that was, was shocking. A <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. A plane turns around mid-flight after passenger has diarrhea. Now, Ow. I I want to acknowledge the service of that airline to accommodate a struggling person. I would never think they would do any of that, anything like that, for me. if i was going through it. believe me
0: they wasn't doing it for you they was doing it for everybody else on that plane they are not doing it for you hazardous toxic (laughs) Yeah, yeah could you imagine because airplane bathrooms are so small oh my god and then also yeah the poor person and then also you have to think like the the releasing mechanism (laughs) wait
1: releasing mechanism what in the toilet oh okay could you imagine you gonna give us a bio lesson
0: no 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not that type of release mechanism but like you know how like airplane toilets they like flush they go, really fast whoo, yeah like that like loud Could you imagine? oh my gosh all of that just blowing hot stink air everywhere oh it was probably God. terrible it was probably for the betterment of everybody on that plane, that they're like, let's turn this sucker around.
1: And God forbid, I don't know if they recirculating the air, if that's a real thing or not. Yeah,
0: yeah of course oh they do. God. They recirculate air. When There's you're certain in the air plane. that should not be recirculated. That's I think one of that's the thing that probably made it scary was the fact that like people mm. were probably not having a good time.
1: Yeah, so a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona had to return to Atlanta after a passenger had diarrhea.
0: Ooh.
1: All the way through the airplane. <laughs> What? Wait, what?
0: What did Read that again. All the
1: way through the airplane. What Maybe does that they mean? couldn't make it to the release mechanism, and their release mechanism oh. uh, was actuated. <laughs> I before would hope not. There was an unintended release.
0: How embarrassing. Yo, l- the way my All soul. All the way through the airplane is the
1: quote, and this is in quotes. Oh. So someone said this.
0: The way my soul would leave my body.
1: Oh, my Lord.
0: I would be so embarrassed.
1: It is. Someone oh said uh, and then I guess a voice allegedly the pilot mm-hmm. goes on the uh the intercoms in a plane on a flight and goes, uh, it's just a biohazard issue. You know we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> 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 Could you imagine and, <laughs> An onboard medical issue is, what, mm. is, how, they, is how they word and it. And,
0: I mean, it was indeed an onboard medical issue. Because the thing about it is, once you get to going, you can't really just stop mm. the flow of things. That's unfortunate. And, look, I know y'all don't like to wear y'all masks nowhere anymore. Y'all don't like to wear <laughs> Wait, y'all, <laughs> y'all mask masks. Because when I be going to the airport, sometimes I wear my mask and I feel like an alien because no uh-huh. one does it anymore. Yeah. Listen, that would have been a handy case to have a mask in your pocket now, All wouldn't right.
1: it? Now, yes, that's very true. Keep wanting to uh, a a whole uh gas N ninety five. What's the what's a level up from N ninety five? I don't know. N 2000
0: Get you an N two thousand.
1: Yeah, step it up. But um I you know, I at the end of the day I'm I'm blaming those terminals. Those airport terminals. Why? Cause why on earth is there a Popeye's uh restaurant mm-hmm. near Gate Eight? Like, Dil- because it's You know, delicious. That's, that's that's setting you up. No, it's not. It's <laughs> setting you up. You got a six and a half hour flight across the cu- across the planet to Barcelona, and you want to get you a three-piece?
0: <laughs> and you ate the biscuit. Ooh, the and buttermilk you had, biscuit. And you had the red beans and rice. Come on. The buttermilk
1: be- breading and the buttermilk Ooh, biscuit. Ooh,
0: that's a lot. That's, a lot. that's a lot. You got some buttermilk problems,
1: I tell you. That's not good for you. But can that's I, not good for you.
0: I can say that I feel like you kind of a diarrhea doesn't come out of nowhere though i am be honest with you like okay it does um, not like you know you know yourself right like generally speaking you know you know your triggers you know your triggers now unless this was a food poisoning incident or something of the like (laughs) i would assume that there was probably a warning Prior to you boarding that plane. Oh. Well, I guess they thought they could make it. But let, let's I, be a lesson to you all. <laughs> lesson to you all. Watch
1: out for them terminal traps. Those are ter- terminal traps. They be having the the cheese grits out mm. there. The the breakfast buffets. Mm. Oh, especially them lounges too.
0: The lounges have all the be food. Be careful of them lounges.
1: Stay carb heavy. You know, and keep the diet, the dairy low. Yeah. You know, when you about to get on a flight,
0: don't try nothing new. I feel like in general, <laughs> before I go on a flight, there's a couple of things that I don't do because okay. I hate using airplane bathrooms. You will never see me use the airplane bathroom unless like I've just made, I've miscalculated mm. somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I try not to drink an hour before I get on the plane, and I try not. You know this. I don't eat anything. Like so, I don't mm. even eat the snacks on board sometimes <laughs> when they be offering. Because yeah. I just sleep through the flights most of the time. But that is because i do not want to number one inconvenience the people around me by getting up to go to the bathroom right. and number two because you're a
1: window seat mama. i'm a
0: window seat mommy um and then on top of that i just don't like the discomfort i like to feel settled on yeah because the the,
1: honestly there's so much more to a flight once you land Ooh. then you gotta get to the uber before like get your bags get to the uber mm-hmm. get out the airport mm-hmm. and then get to your hotel
0: yeah that's
1: adding an, an hour and a half. I literally after the landing.
0: starve myself. I starve myself on planes. <laughs> and I am dehydrate dehydrated. Dehydrated. In the minute I'm in my Uber, I'm ordering Doordash because right. that's just the how I. That's how I live my life.
1: Yeah, that's you gotta be careful on these streets Ooh, and could, then these flights.
0: Couldn't be me, honey. God bless the person because I would be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, are they on the no-fly list? <laughs> like as Delta oh, said, man, you they, cannot fly anymore. No,
1: I didn't. I'm. I'm su- Surprised they took the plane back to Atlanta. I would have been like, can we just do an emergency landing right where we are? Because some things need to be resolved quickly. Oh my and
0: gosh. And can you imagine the other passengers how pissed <laughs> off they are? Not only did you like blow up the entire vessel, uh-huh. but then we done missed whatever we missed was supposed fight. to do. Missed the
1: flight. Oh
0: my gosh. That's great. I didn't even know about that
1: question do they take you out if you're the victim of this i'm yeah. I'm calling this person a victim sure you a, know
0: a victim of a dairy a, misstep a,
1: a, a, a victim of a uh, ibs mm. um are you being taken out on a stretcher
0: you should be <laughs> do you give the Listen. thumbs up like when yeah. you're being <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the athlete that that I uh, broke their like got injured in a game or whatever. That's funny. I don't know. There's that, something there, but that's um, wild. Yeah, stay safe, y'all. Watch out them terminal traps. And
0: I want to know: Do you guys have an airport routine? Like I shared mine earlier. I do not drink. I do not eat them. People can pass them peanuts. I ain't mm-hmm. eating them on the plane. Like, do you guys have any like preparation routines that you have? Um, for The airplane because mm. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's like, no, I do not you want make to make modifications. Yeah, yeah. So you one can have modification
1: a nice that I do is when I love coffee, right? Yeah, so one thing I go to Starbucks, I don't get lattes or any of that. First off, period, I don't get lattes with regular milk. Yeah, and when I do get lattes or macchiatos, I love to get oat milk. Yeah, when, I, when I'm when i in an airport, I don't even do oat milk, oh. I just anything with the word milk and I'm avoiding <laughs> <laughs>
0: because
1: I do not want to have a, a flight turned around on my behalf. Okay, period, that's what I'm saying
0: that's good stuff enough on that let's Mm -mm -mm. move on Um, so listen you guys know that we love um greg and i are are movie consumers we love a good movie mm -hmm. we love a good bit of drama you know especially in our home one of our favorite things to do is to go into the basement um and just get really cozy on the couch and find a movie and kind of like zoink out um so one day Greg and I were like, Oh, let's watch let's watch a movie. Right. And so we of course are going through all the the Netflixes and the hulus and whatever. And honestly, this is a thing we hate.
1: Mm. <laughs> thing
0: we hate that, Oh, that was good. Lightning sound.
1: <laughs> we're gonna get a producer to <laughs> to do this make this sound good one day.
0: Thing we hate. Is what seems to be an overabundance of black trauma stories being referred on these these mm-hmm. network channels, and we are defining a black trauma story as a historical or um, fictional depiction of black life. Mm-hmm. That has traumatizing storylines. Overwhelming, lines. gratuitous. Overwhelming, gratuitous, grotesque trauma storyline. Right. At a
1: certain point, you're like, what is this movie about? Yeah. Like, is this about just the anguish and trauma of a black person? Mm-hmm. Or is it actually trying to tell me something? Yeah. And it'd be a lot. And, you know, we were talking about this and we're like, look. If we want to hear a, a watch a black trauma story, we just go outside. Yeah, okay?
0: I'm black, and life is <laughs> traumatic. If I wanted a black trauma story, I'd like interview like my parents or something. You oh, know, people Lord. who have lived <laughs> in the South and experienced yes. black trauma. And that is no shade. That's just like real life. Right. You talk to your neighbor. They got a black trauma story if they black. All of us got a little bit of trauma in us. My goodness. I don't want to watch it willingly yeah. on my free time. Want a
1: black trauma story. I just open up Instagram. There's <laughs> gonna be something on there <laughs> to make me feel sad.
0: Right. Oh my god! Yeah, because we're
1: we're flipping through uh the pr- the things. Cause th- another thing is like, I'm tired of these television series. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just too much. Yeah. Like, I don't need a long distance, like a long term relationship with my with with my program. I just need something to watch for an hour and a half. Yeah. And we're looking through the movies. There was like Till, mm-hmm. which looked interesting, but it's the Emmett Till story. Like. At that time, we were just not ready to get into that level of depth. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a there was a movie about the Underground Railroad, which is like oh, kind of heroic, but it's also very heavy Mm -hmm. at the time. And then there was a remake of Roots uh, from the two thousand sixteen. I was like maybe enough, that's for another day right i'm um, like the
0: algorithm clearly knows i'm black but what the <laughs> algorithm doesn't know is that i don't want to look at that all the time and that's the thing like mm-hmm. i think a lot of the things that we mentioned like roots and until are special instances where we are retelling historical and impactful moments in black american history right. and i think it's important for us to tell those stories because if we don't tell them if they're not told no one else will we know very well what's happening in the south in terms of like you know um, certain racial historical moments being erased from public schooling um, and things like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a responsibility to tell our stories right. in that way. And I think that's like a thing. But I also do think that it's important to have a balance. Like a balance. what we're producing, <laughs> what we are creating should also be showing um, the the levity, the joy, and the, the beauty that it is black life right. as well.
1: The f- many facets of people yeah. who are going through difficult things in life mm-hmm. as well as have some positivity in their lives as well as as part and that's what a lot of people can relate to mm-hmm. um, and then y- I think you selected a film I fell asleep on this, but you selected Brotherly Love. Oh, child, and here's the thing. Because you are supporting Kiki
0: Paul. I was, a, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is a movie, Kiki But yeah. And I was like, oh, we can watch a Brotherly Love because, I mean, we wanted to see yeah, a black if, film. It we looked were like a high school, like,
1: rom-com, right?
0: Yeah, we were intentionally seeking a black film. And so we're like, oh, okay, this looks cute enough. Child, literally, I know that was going to be traumatic, too. Mm. So the storyline is key. And it's like, to me, when I really thought about it, I think it was supposed to be like the – the the hood version of Romeo and Juliet, oh, where okay. it's like there's one kid who's from the rich side of town, um, who is uh, what's his name? will S-
1: Albie Shore's son. Albie
0: Shore's son, you know Diddy steps on him. Okay. Um, he plays the the rich the the rich guy from the one side of town. Kiki Palmer plays the the um, sister of the drug dealer from the hood or whatever Mm -hmm. but they have a romance but their families don't like each other it's very much giving Romeo and Juliet before like you know the streets Um, but in the end y'all I'm like oh this is cute this is cute in the end the mama gets shot (laughs) the brother gets shot the one brother was the one who did the shooting like it was what just too mamas? much. I and, and Keep the mama's me. out of this. Cuz Macy Gray played the mama, so I was personally tied <laughs> to that death. <laughs> I was personally very upset by it, but it's just like
1: Get out of control, y'all.
0: I appreciate being able to to watch these films and these actors are obviously having an opportunity to 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 work their craft, mm-hmm. but man oh man, like does it have to be do we do we have to be shot? Does, Does everybody have gotta to be a started? drug dealer? Does everybody gotta have not have a daddy? And I right, listen. Yeah. I understand that that's a story for a lot of people, and those stories should be told. But I think it's, every single one. I think can we? You know, I want a turning of the page. Yeah, balance <laughs> is all you want. Balance Some is balance. key. A little bit of balance. That's now, all I ask.
1: Now I guess the things that we do love are black stories that humanize the characters, right? Yes, and there are countless films but we'll just rattle off a few of our favorites and i think that's fair right
0: yes and i think that the ones that we're going to share with you guys um the difference between those the ones that we're going to list and the ones that we mentioned earlier that felt more trauma was the differentiation in how um the lived experience of black people was portrayed so you can portray disadvantaged youth, or troubled youth, or um, a single mother story, or or whatever story, in a way that humanizes the character and makes them people first, Mm -hmm. and not stereotypes. So I think the ones that we listed that we ended up partaking in recently are ones that we've loved over time are ones that tell the black narrative in a way that is more um, relatable and humanizing. So I think that's the difference, would you say?
1: Yeah, I agree, and at the end of the day, drama conflict makes great films it right does. we can't act like everything needs to be sunshine and roast um so these are great examples of that of drama and conflict and and adding a little bit more uh, thought and creativity to it and like one of which is a, a recent release which was day clone tyrone yeah and, that's uh, on netflix I, yeah it's on netflix it's, it's a pretty dope movie jamie foxx is in it um he he plays a john
0: boyega is in it as well
1: john boyega and what's the woman she's uh she's been in a lot of films i only Uh, remember
0: her as is that d woods i think i remember her as i remember her as d woods (laughs) this is a throwback for a lot of people (laughs) so if y'all remember d woods from making the band and danny d kane she plays in i'm pretty sure that's her and mm. Who cloned tower and let me google it really quick. But the only reason I know her is because I was heavy into making the band and making the game band. Back was in the that day. a
1: reality show?
0: No, it's no, 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 it's no, a, no. It's a it was, yes, scripted yes, yes. show. It was, um, Diddy's reality show. Am I mixing her up? Maybe it's no, not D it's Woods. Tiana
1: Tiana parish
0: Oh, Ch- hey. I'm sorry, D Woods girl. I thought that was you, girl.
1: No, Tiana paris has been in a lot of stuff.
0: Oh. Oh, she was in Dear White People.
1: She was in uh, Candyman. I don't remember her in Candyman.
0: Was she in Dear White People?
1: Probably not.
0: Me being the person <laughs> who thinks all the people black are like people look alike. In,
1: their, in these, uh, Shame in on their, me. Um, Headphones right now.
0: Um <laughs> Alexis, no.
1: Um, but yeah, it's, it was a it was a interesting film because it's kind of like sci-fi ish, and uh, you know, is is like a it kind of provides a uh a conspiracy theory as to what's going on in the hood yeah in a sense that like uh, some tropes of characters that we see in the hood are like plants mm-hmm. and uh there to create the system of negativity in the hood and it was it was a um it was a great story at the end of the day and i, I really enjoyed it and uh like for example the pimp character the Drug dealer char- character, the trope of that character in yep. in a uh, in the hood, and a uh, uh, a prostitute, and they're all solving this mystery of what's going on in the neighborhood when they're seeing like people go missing. This this se- this seemingly like uh, Groundhog's Day effect of every single day is seemingly the same, and there's not a lot of advancement in the community what's going on and then you see that there are nefarious things going on with like the likes of the i guess the fbi whoever they're them the they them if you will they. uh <laughs> and they're like cloning people so it was a fun movie and I, I really enjoyed it because it it was a great story at the end of the day and it was it was a fun uh somewhat of a sci-fi thriller uh to watch
0: yeah and i you know i missed it i ain't gonna lie to y'all they i fell asleep, asleep. Sleep. <laughs> So that, that's probably why I thought Old Girl was D Woods because I was not <laughs> I, I really was not it. mentally there. Yeah. Um, but the pieces that I did see was really interesting. I just remember one scene where they they realized that everyone was being um poisoned through the chicken.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> being made delirious.
0: By way of the chicken, I was like, that's funny, that's so um, funny. But that was I, the parts that I did see, I thought were interesting,
1: right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and boy, John Boyega, these British actors, boy, they be coming for the black American role, they on, do really they? do, <laughs> they, are, they are batting at 100. <laughs> we
0: have, have we mentioned that before? I
1: think we did, we have because we were, it. We were, t- were we talking about the uh, the other young actor that's he's in a relationship now with um, oh, Lori Harvey, Lori Harvey, uh, Damson Idris, Idris. Mm-hmm. is
0: he British? He is. He is British.
1: Oh my goodness! They even got the black women now. Yeah, snatching them See, out. I gotta watch. I gotta keep you locked up.
0: Watch out for the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> you said keep me locked up, boy. <laughs>
1: have you seen any uh, black stories that oh, are yeah. interesting to you? So one that, that, that like I to really share? enjoyed
0: um, was what was the name of it? I have it here. Hold on, please hold. Um, but it has Kendrick Sampson in it. If you guys remember, Kendrick Sampson. Was played one of Issa Rae's love interests mm, in Nathan. Insecure. She he played Nathan. Nathan. He played Nathan.
1: A really cool character too, if you really think about it. Like, it's a, re- a unique character in the in Insecure of like, you never see like, uh, black men portrayed that way in in, in uh, a lot of media.
0: Yeah, I his think-
1: character. I appreciated that dynamic.
0: Issa Rae does a really good job of, in general, or her writers do a very good job of showing the, the different sides of, of black people and black men. Everybody that she dated was so drastically different. Right. And that's what I remembered about Nathan. Nathan was the one who um, had the mental health issues. Yeah, he was relocated. He a barp. Yeah. It was real cool. But anyway, so he plays the main character in this movie called Something from Tiffany. Yeah. Um, and the premise of this movie is that he is getting ready to propose to his um, longtime girlfriend. He's a single father as well. Um, and, um, he buys the ring from Tiffany the same night that he buys the ring. Um, there's another gentleman in the store who was buying something for his girlfriend. It's a pair of earrings. Um, this gentleman in a rush out of the store gets hit by a car. Um, uh, Kendrick Sampson's character then goes over and tries to like help the guy. Is yeah. he okay? But in that moment, their Tiffany bags get swapped, yeah. and so his girlfriend, <laughs> who he did mean to propose to, i have been stressed. Get, hello, gets the ring, and then he gets him, Kendrick Sampson, gets the earrings, and his girlfriend's like, oh, right. How nice. And this like proposal moment, he like
1: <laughs> effectively gets on one knee, mm-hmm. opens the box, and it's a pair of like. Pretty standard fair earrings.
0: Yeah, super cute. I mean, cute enough gift, but certainly not a Tiffany ring. Um, but anyway, so the whole story um, centers around his character and the woman who received the ring from the other guy, and um, essentially they both. Oh, I won't ruin it because it's actually a newer, it's newer good. story.
1: It's, it's a good um, one. You guys should see.
0: Yeah, it's very good. But the whole it's a love story. It ends up really, really nicely. It, it's a, one of those movies that you can watch. They tie it with a bow at the end, and you feel good. And it's perfect for a, the holidays yeah. as well. It's a good holiday movie. I love
1: that. That's a good feel-good movie. Yeah,
0: it was cute, and the acting was good, the production was good, and the writing was so that I couldn't really anticipating what anticipate what was going to happen next, mm-hmm. which is rare. Usually I can see the story coming together. Right. But this one kept me on my toes. Yeah, so because that's I a, think the that's good. W-
1: the way they played the uh, I guess well spoiler alert. The uh mm-hmm. the connections no. well, keep it generic. <laughs> the way they the way they laid down the connections of the characters, it uh it kind of gave me like false leads. Yeah. Yeah. It I'll was, just leave it at that. It was, it's, very good. It was on prime mm-hmm. Amazon uh, prime. streaming on Amazon prime. So you guys should check that one out.
0: Definitely. So that is a, an example of one of my new favorite black stories that, yeah. you know, it's just cute. so light and cute and beautiful. Well, I love it. Like I and love that for us. You <laughs> In and out in an hour,
1: yeah. hour and 10 minutes, maybe.
0: And you feel good about you it. Go, That's a know, feel good. A good movie. hang.
1: Good. Like a uh, date night movie for sure. Um.
0: You have one that you like.
1: I have one one of my favorites yeah. um particularly because I can relate to it so much in a sense of it's filmed in South Florida. Yep. Um uh, and not not very often do I see films filmed in South Florida. Mm. Uh outside of like Miami, right? It's like Right. S- South Florida is more than Miami. It
0: is. Um
1: and and uh it's th- it's Moonlight. And this ah, a, a, a award-winning Academy Award-winning yes. film. Uh, I can't, it came out a while ago. We yeah. saw this back in, in Orlando, I would imagine.
0: I think we saw Moonlight. Yeah, I think we, we definitely saw it in theaters. Yeah, yeah before and we moved. It so back is in
1: Florida. A, um, I'm pretty sure everyone should have seen it by now. but um, And
0: if you haven't, put this on top of your list of things to do this weekend.
1: Such a beautifully shot film, Like technically yeah. speaking. like the, the director, Barry Jenkins, does an amazing job of uh, cinematography and Framing uh, these amazing performances, yeah, he did uh, by movies. the actors. Man, the actors killed it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, a coming of age story about uh, a young black man who's growing up in in Miami. <coughs> and the moment I saw, I remember I saw the schools and in, in South Florida has like a very distinctive sunlight, yeah, like it does. that noon sunlight directly above, then creates a very Sp- like specific type of uh aesthetic mm-hmm. that i knew immediately when i because when we saw it uh, in the theaters i knew immediately it was filmed in south florida yep um but they capture the the kind of like the vibe and the culture of south florida pretty well Um. Uh, but the, the the young black man grows up in miami and he is uh faced with um some bullying when he's young and then a- and and he has this uh, relationship with a uh, a peer of his. Yep. Over time, and and that relationship grows, and and there's you know he he gets feel seen through this person, and then they you know high school ends, and then they kind of like part ways, and then life happens, and then you see them re. Uh, meet Mm uh later on in life as as grown men Mm -hmm. and the the drastic changes that that you saw in both characters as they evolved in life uh going their own paths um was amazing to see it is like transformative for the uh the main character Mm -hmm. uh chiron yeah and uh i love that film because it's it's like a a love story Mm -hmm. a coming of age story, a uh, black male identity story, mm-hmm. um, and although it sh- it was it was honest mm-hmm. in the representations of the way certain p- the the type of lifestyle certain people may be experiencing in that area and can relate to, um, it it didn't shy away from that, and I appreciate that honesty. Yeah, me too. While also humanizing the characters and <coughs> making you understand their motives mm-hmm. for why they do certain things. Yeah, like. You know, ultimately, he became a drug dealer. I, from what I drew from that, it was a a response mechanism for years of being bullied as a kid and kind of uh, being made to feel vulnerable and scared. Mm-hmm. And so he puts on this persona to kind of defend against uh, the negative energy that he had to fight throughout his mm-hmm. his youth. Um, it's it's just so I'm pretty sure so many people can relate to to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the <coughs> And he's, d- he's dealing with this, uh, this uh, homosexual relationship that's growing that mm-hmm. he's not so sure about. So, he's finding himself and his identity in that. Yep. And it's, this is a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. story. And, and if you haven't seen Moonlight, uh, who hasn't seen Moonlight? Mm-hmm. But if you haven't seen Moonlight, that's definitely one to watch, to, to, to cry, to laugh, yeah, and to really like, feel seen in mm-hmm. as a black person. Yeah, more,
0: it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, like probably top 10, one of my favorite movies of all time. And I think one of the better perform, all the performances are fantastic, obviously. Um, but one of the most uh, heartwarming performances was by Mahershala Ali in that film. Mm. Um, he shows up as a, a father figure, a loving a father figure to Chiron with Chiron, yeah. Chiron um, when he was younger, and um, uh, almost uh, enveloped the softness that he had mm, as a child yeah. in a safe space, and I think young black men deserve that. They deserve to be soft young men yeah. um, that are growing and learning, and he was able to do that safely with Mahershala Ali's character. I can't remember his name. It was Juan. You want, and yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember the scene where he like takes him to the beach and like, oh my goodness, he washes him in the. W- oh my god, like, ah, tears. Oh man, and it's, Beautiful. it's just
1: that like that father figure yeah. that that he, I'm pretty sure he was yearning to mm-hmm. have. Um, it was it's just so profound and, and that moment is like something i'm pretty sure everybody can relate to that moment when they were given a glimpse of mm-hmm. what humanity is like yeah. in the midst of the tumultuousness of mm-hmm. the you, of your youth yep. when you're young like that you don't know what the future has in store for you, you right. life seems so chaotic mm-hmm. and stressful and, and and because you don't have a lot of control right. um but to kind of spend time with someone who it's an adult and that can mentor you and and let you know like of new things and and, and ex- expand your awareness of what the world has <clears throat> in a uh, a a development way it's um it's really impactful
0: yeah absolutely yeah definitely top 10 movies of all time for me moonlight um so that's a good one that's a good yeah. choice babe um i've got one more Oh, so this one is an oldie, but a goodie. And let me tell you, y'all, y'all don't come for me when I say that I had never seen this movie before, like a couple weeks ago. OK, um, but I'd heard of it. I just never seen it. So we stumbled upon the women of Brewster Place. Um, oh, yes. We stumbled upon the women of Brewster Place and we watched it in full.
1: We watched the whole thing. We watched in like the whole thing in one night. In
0: one night. It <laughs> is. Very good, <laughs> like very yeah. good. Like the first thing that drew me to it was like it was promoted. I think it was on Prime again. Yeah, Oprah and, like, was in Oprah it. Oprah yeah, was, was in it. Like, so oh. I was like, I ain't got nothing else to do. You know, I, I, I'll look at Oprah. You know, no big deal. Um, but there are a lot of other legends in this movie, right? Oh, so, so we many! Have, it's like
1: a, a st- uh, ensemble cast. Like it's, it's a,
0: quite it's, literally the black film royalty from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like quite literally,
1: right? And they were all so young.
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing too, like seeing all of their faces. So you have Oprah, you have Jack A. Harry, you have Lynn Whitfield, um, you have freaking Cicely Tyson is in it, oh Robin my Gibbons, goodness, yeah. Leon. Like when I say the 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 people are in this movie, the people are in this movie. And I'm sure it was just as um impactful at the time that it was released. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found interesting about the story is again, it isn't a happy story. <laughs> like the, yeah. the women of Rooster Place um, centers around Oprah's character. Her name is Maddie. Um, it centers around and it really starts with her, um, her, her sexual awakening or I don't even know if you can call it awakening. It seemed mm-hmm. extremely awkward and forced. Right. Um, but her getting pregnant really young y'all know back in the day in the South, if you got pregnant, you got to go somewhere. Her parents sent her off somewhere to raise her child. She ended up raising her child, Basil. His name was Basil by herself. Um, one day years and years and years and years and years basil big and grown um, basil ends and ends up killing somebody um, yeah. and his mother in a fight in yeah. a fight his mother puts up the home um, her home in order to get him out of jail and then basil skips town we literally never see basil again like yeah. ever <laughs> and at this point he uh,
1: Oprah's character has effectively given her life. And Basil. To to ba- to raise Basil to give him a home a a, a good home in a nice neighborhood yeah. and give and lay down a foundation for him to be able to um, you know develop as a young child and adult and become the man who he is <clears throat> um, and and this is kind of where it, the human side of it in my opinion is where they shows kind of her missteps and that yeah. ultimate dedication yeah. to raising the child.
0: It was so much so that in the home that they were, they actually ended up um, living in for the majority of the time. Um, her and Basil, um, uh, there was an old woman who had actually taken them in as, uh, with, f- for room and board or for free, right. whatever, for a couple of years. She passed, and that's how they ended up having the home. But the woman would actually tell um Oprah's character Maddie, "Look, you got to." You got to kind of let the boy do his right. own thing. The boy can't never, keep sleeping with you in the bed. You can't mm-hmm. keep doing everything for the young boy. And she was essentially trying to tell her that he's not going to be able to be self-sufficient as an adult if you keep babying him this right. way, and that's exactly what happened.
1: And for her, she never found a uh, new love. Mm-mm. She never really expanded her like personal life uh, to gain to gain new experiences and um, in her ultimate focus on the one role that she had as a Mm -hmm. mother she i think she kind of lost parts of herself along the way
0: she ended up having from what we saw she ended up having sex with the one guy the older man older guy one time got pregnant and then we never Never see her have another uh, relationship we never see her romantically involved with anyone else which is you know very telling and i'm sure uh many women could probably relate to this idea of just like dedicating your life to your child Mm -hmm. and really focusing on them and them being the center of your world and you really do take a back burner so that was oprah's story um but once the home was put up and basil skipped town obviously she lost the house and she ended up having to move um to what looks like a um like a uh, c- inner city the project. City. Yeah, like <laughs> like yeah. the inner city projects. Um, and it is there that we meet the women, the other women of Brewster Place, which is where they are living. And what I love about the story, and again, as a critically acclaimed series or film, so I mean I'm not saying anything earth shattering here, but each one of the women who we meet by way of their relationship to um Maddie has a different story, has a mm. different struggle. Um, a different perspective of on life right. um, and none of those things are actually good like mm. most of the what we see in each their women's lives are a glaring issue there's one um, woman who's a single mom of like six kids mm-hmm. um, there's one woman who's in a relationship with a man be gone at the time and when he do become home he's not doing much and he's abusive he's yeah. abusive and then there's there's her closest friend jackie harry's character who has a reputation for being a little promiscuous mm-hmm. and often gives her bodies to men who don't value her yeah. so we see her journey and then there's this um the lesbian couple who moves into brewster place and is faced with uh excommunication from some of the people in the community, ridicule from elders yeah. in the community, like these are real stories. Um there's also a potential sexual sexual abuse narrative that comes up in there um, towards mm-hmm. the end. So all of these things are negative.
1: Right. And right? the inf- Oh yeah. Go oh on. yeah,
0: they're they're all negative, but the way that the story humanizes each of the characters, you realize that things are negative, but you're so in love and um Want the best for all of them that it doesn't hurt as much as it does in like blatantly grotesque trauma stories where it's just like pain, 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 disappointment, disappointment, disappointment. (laughs) Like you're rooting for everyone. Yeah, you want everyone to win. Right.
1: And then what's interesting and what I loved about the the way they you know, this the story and the film was you also see how they all see each other. Yeah. So you know, the the interconnectedness of the so the perspectives of each woman and their experiences and their perspective of the other woman yeah. as well. And that mm-hmm. that was also interesting to see that play out. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, th- and I, I love this film because, you know, I, it's a, it ultimately was a miniseries. It was. And f- this story, I think, did not deserve to be any less than what it was. It yeah. was o- almost like two, it was 200 minutes long. It was of, quite a bit. Like, it was a pretty long film and it d- it needed to be long because the mm-hmm. stories needed to be told mm-hmm. their way and and it's it's where we're like we didn't realize how long it was yeah. uh, while we were getting through it mm-hmm. um so it's you, that's a testament to how good the story is mm-hmm. and um
0: it's fantastic and it's it's probably going to go into one of my top 20 movies of all time <laughs> yeah. moonlight is higher um but the it's just su- and i i love historical depictions, fictionalized, yet historical depictions of of black life in America. Um, because there's so, there's something about it that makes me feel um, seen and whole, because I know a lot of those pieces are pieces of my family story interweaved in there somehow some way, and so I saw those ladies and I saw like, you know, you know, f- great aunts and, and great grandmothers mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff in their stories and in their presence and their styling and the way that they spoke and that sort of thing is really comforting to me to see, um, and so I, I enjoyed it quite a bit and I think that's a perfect example of a film that honors the the uniqueness and the r- the raw pieces of the black experience in a way that is loving. It, it was yeah. carefully done and I think that's what made yeah, it Yeah,
1: respectfully great. done. Yeah, respectfully yeah. done. Yeah. And um this and the symbolism in the film was oh really powerful because there's so a, you know obviously as part of that, its inherently social commentary yep. as to uh some of the the social um challenges that mm-hmm. the community faces yep. and uh you know in Brewster place there's this this uh dead end it's a dead end road mm-hmm. and effectively it used to be a a through through road and they built a wall in the road and what that wall represents and symbolizes was uh so deep and you know I, I think when you guys watch it you'll You'll start to see the the wall come to life in its own way, mm-hmm. as a as a character in the film. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciated what it what it told um, through that symbolic dead end wall, and how it kind of reflects, you know, aspects of of the communities in America.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's so funny. A lot of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast is stuff that we are discovering. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just like as people, and some of it isn't new, and this is a perfect example of that. But I do like the fact that we like are still sharing it. <laughs> yeah, and if you
1: haven't s- and if you haven't seen it in a while, it's yeah, a good time to like run it back. Yeah, don't run be it like back. Don't <laughs> like, take it's, a look. It's a worthwhile
0: worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And I
1: think now is the perfect time for things we love. Yeah, things, things we,
0: love. we love. Back to the positive, <laughs> sparkling.
1: So you know, as part of um, you know we're. <laughs> the black trauma stories that we <laughs> that we kind of have, kind of been fed up with, and the uh, the uh the humanizing s- black experiences stories that we just highlighted, you know, you may w- go off and st- plan to watch these films this weekend, yes. and you may need some snacks and uh a soc- and beverages to go with your film watching. Exactly. And, and we've put together. Anyone, if you want to tell the people? We yeah, put we put something. together a
0: list of these black owned snacks is so why are you watching your black movie? You might as well do it with a black owned snack, you know, mm-hmm. make it a 360 black experience if you if you will. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to share with you guys is one that I stumbled upon that I'm actually super interested in and caveat. I have yet to get my hands on it. So if it's not good, don't be mad at me. But everyone that I've seen rave about this particular product, I'm literally going to try to find it and maybe we'll do a live review. Um, we recently uh, did a live tasting on lovers and things for some crumble. First cookie. impressions. Yes, <laughs> it's the new segment. Um, but this particular brand is an ice cream brand. It's called Creamalicious Ice Cream. It is founded by executive chef Liz Rogers. Um, and the story of this particular brand is that it is blissfully southern. That is their tagline. Okay. And indeed, all of the ice cream that they create is blissfully southern um the oh, ice you're creams. blissfully southern oh well, I, I, am. I am i am actually you realize how, like <laughs> f- it's,
1: it's like a we have an identity issue in florida where we uh, i feel like parts of florida doesn't feel southern in my opinion yeah
0: especially
1: coming from south florida yeah i never felt like it was southern yeah until you moved to new york yeah. city and you realize <laughs> how southern you are
0: and i am partic- i am particularly southern sort like bloodline southern um but uh, a lot of these um recipes in fact all of them again are um, inspired by classic African-American desserts that you would mm. find around the table at any given time. So I'm going to name a couple because y'all going to be into it. One of them is Grandma Gigi sweet potato pie. Oh. We have the porch light peach cobbler. Ooh. We have the thickest thieves pecan pie. Sign me up, two C's. We, we have your slap your mama banana pudding
1: pudding
0: right as rain red velvet cheesecake
1: red velvet yes
0: and Ouch. auntie Poonie's caramel pound cake now listen i
1: don't know who these aunties and mammy's and, and, and is, it don't they, matter i love it that it sounds amazing
0: don't matter the one that i saw people raving about was the slap your mama banana pudding that one is immediately on the menu and because i'm a sweet potato pie grow, i'll be getting the the grandma gg sweet potato pie expeditiously and expeditiously, are these vegan? These are not vegan, so okay. these are full, fi- these are this ice cream. <laughs> this, this, this is a real stuff, yeah. Don't eat this before you get on the plane. Um, <laughs> these are <laughs> these are dairy based <laughs> situations. And oh, I'm on the website Ooh, now. They have a variety y'all. pack, they have a variety pack of all seven flavors. Do they ship? Um, they do ship, and it looks like, let me see how much it costs so I can tell the y'all. The
1: variety pack?
0: The variety pack is 62 bucks. Well,
1: now how many flavors you get? You get seven. <laughs> that sounds like an ad. <laughs> 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 this is us practicing for when we get ad reads, y'all. Uh, we get, um, you get
0: seven indulgent flavors. sixty. that's a good word. Yeah, sixty-two ninety-three ain't bad. I want to indulge. Mm-hmm, me too.
1: That sounds amazing. And that's a great movie snack. Yeah. Ain't nothing like sitting on that couch, got your feet up. And you nuzzled and cozy in that seat, and then you got a, a <laughs> little pint with you.
0: A these are pints. These are li- these is little pint. Little pint.
1: And that big Yeah, I got the big soup spoon. See that how disrespectful. See, I'm sorry, I'm getting into <laughs> logistics, y'all.
0: But that sounds um, amazing. I cannot wait to try these. So we'll definitely find a way to um to mm. get these to you guys. And, and what's it called? We'll link it, link it for you as well in the show notes. It is creamalicious Ice Cream, blissfully Southern artisan ice cream. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what you got? What your, well, your, your black have. So the
1: thing that I love um, this week is something we stumbled, or at least was recommended to us during one of our trips.
0: Ah, uh, yes. When we went yeah. to the Catskills. Yeah, we
1: went to the Catskills, mm-hmm. the amazing cabin trip that you took me to.
0: Mm-hmm. I, should, I should
1: make a reel about that to, to show the people.
0: It was a vibe. Um,
1: but we were um, visiting Woodstock,
0: mm-hmm. the little
1: Woodstock area, and there was a uh, Woodstock wine and liquor store there. Yes. We walk in, and it's perfect, like, old-timey, yeah. ex- exactly what you'd expect upstate, an old upstate Appalachian, northern Appalachian-looking wine, uh, wine and, and <laughs> liquor store. And this sweet woman up front, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we, what are you guys looking for? And I was like, "I'll take. I'm, we're looking for a cab. Because um, we wanted to bring it back to the cabin, yep. uh, to have near the and fire. And a cab is a what? A cabernet sauvignon. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just assume how how presumptuous of me. <laughs> um, so she was like, "Oh, I there's this uh, amazing cabernet wine, uh, cabernet wine from a uh, that's black owned, and it is called Aslina Wine, and mm-hmm. it's it's South African.
0: Yep.
1: And uh, you know, at
0: first I was like." why she offered me black black wine i was like like, ma'am just because we black doesn't mean we want the black wine i mean we We do do, but
1: but but (laughs) you you're doing too good at your job right right read (laughs) the room so of course we bought it yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know she's a great salesperson and uh you know that bottle was actually pretty delicious it was a great bottle Mm -hmm. it was really good and um it's smooth.
0: I remember s- it being smooth. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, an amazing, and, and they don't. They have more than just um, Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. They have like obviously all the 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 critical the required, uh flavors and, and variants of wine, um. But it was created by a uh, South African Nitsiki Bayela, who uh studied wine making and agricultu- so cool. agriculture. Agriculture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a South African wine uh and it is amazing so if you ever get a chance to try that one out um this this wine is award has many awards mm-hmm. uh, let me rattle off a few awards it's uh let's see i'm trying to find them here so it's got sakura japan oh uh, she won the the woman that created this wine mm-hmm. also Two two g- great points for this wine. Black-owned and woman-owned. That's woman, amazing. That's amazing. I love that So it's definitely her. worth the support, for sure, just off of that alone. But it's also delicious. Yes, it you is. You know, it's gotten um, the Sommelier Award of 2019 is nice. an example the elegant, classy red. The Cabernet Sauvignon that we have was awarded.
0: It's very good.
1: Multiple times, actually. They, mm-hmm. they got the Michelangelo International Award for, the, for that same cab, the Secura Awards. Uh, which is Japanese. Um, So world-renowned wine, y'all.
0: Fantastic. And
1: delicious.
0: And it is everything in more. And I'm also looking here at the other wines. And to Greg's point, they have a little bit of everything. So if you're not a Cabernet Sauvignon sort of person, um, they've got Chardonnays and all sorts of stuff. And this one particular wine, this category I've never heard of. I have never heard of a um Sasan, Um, Sasan, Mm. uh, which is a blend of Cab, Cabernet Franc, and Petit Verdot. I know Ooh. nothing about that. Um, but it says here that Um Sasan it. is the Zulu word for umbrella tree. Interesting. That is beautiful. I'd be willing to try that. Something new, maybe.
1: Yeah, so um, we'll link the site below because you can go to their website, at selenawines.com and uh, see their, their international distributors. So you can see who's in uh, the U.S. and find a spot where you can get it. Because oh, I would absolutely. imagine many of y'all are not going to make the trip to Woodstock New York (laughs) to get it Um, but there are a lot of other places where you can get it but that yeah that's the thing that I love is this South African woman-owned wine called Aslina
0: amazing and you guys have to let us know you guys know that you can leave comments Voice notes for us within the um, Spotify app, if you are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have tried any of the two things we mentioned—the cream malicious ice cream or the aslina wine—let us know. If you're interested in it, also let us know. And remember that we do have all the links within the show notes. Exactly.
1: And if you have a uh, a favorite film snack of sorts that you um that you like to partake in, you know, definitely send that over to us because. You know, we're down for a good snack.
0: Listen, if you you send me a link to the snack, I'm buying it. Okay? I trust you. I trust y'all real bad. Yeah. Well, (laughs)
1: this was another episode of Lovers and Things. Keep loving the things.
0: Yes, and loving your people. It's so, so important. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.